It's the Fire Zone Show coming at you after week five in the NFL. We get to talk about a win. <laughs> get to talk about a Ravens win on this episode, which is always a good thing. They they took down those Bengals Sunday night. Tight game, as you would expect, in the divisional game. But the Ravens were able to pull it out at the end. So, uh, like I said, it's always fun to do these when you get to talk about wins. Yes. Um, and and the defense, um, man, it was it was similar to me in the Bills game, just in terms of like, hey, here's our approach, here's how we're going to approach this game. Mm-hmm. And like like you were talking before we hit record, they they did not waver from it essentially. Um, we we go unpack all of that like we always do. But first and foremost, the man, the myth, the legend, uh, gotta gotta say one, how are you and how's everything going? But two, I mean, I I can't like not say. Anything about JMU being ranked in the top twenty-five? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta let you, gotta let you speak on that. <laughs> first, first of all, I'm I, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, we um we were talking off things like how how the world's kind of got crazy in the last couple of months, but that just reminded me. I was um I was at McDonald's the other day, and. It's about 1230 in the afternoon, picking up some Happy Meals for the kids after we've been out for a little bit. And I'm walking back to the car because it's just easier to go inside. Plus, you got the app, get free stuff, all that good stuff, right? So I'm going back out to the car. I'm walking by. And I'm I'm listening to conversations. And (laughs) I get my car is right by the, the, the mic. Yeah. And I'm walking by, and mind you, it's 12.30 on a Saturday. Dude's like, looks at the menu and goes, why aren't y'all selling breakfast? <coughs> Dude, it's 12.30. And the guy, she was like, well, it's 12.30, sir. He's like, sir. sir. <laughs> he, One time, sir. he proceeded to say it is not. It is not twelve thirty where my mind is. Right. Okay, all right, sir. We're gonna we're gonna need you to place a lunch order or maybe go somewhere where you can get it. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I, couldn't. I, I, I just looked at the car. He was, okay, that's yeah, that's, hey. that's you do. Today's your day. He said, "Where where my mind is at right now? It's breakfast time. Breakfast time. Y'all don't have no sausage, sausage, cheese, biscuit." Nah, he must have forgot. They stopped. They stopped doing all day breakfast. They they experimented with that, right? They did that for for a minute. Then, then, then that went away, right? Like right, right before the pandemic, or right during the pandemic. People people started getting them hockey puck, uh, McMuffin. Them joints was so hard. By the time you get it over. <laughs> I was like, damn, don't nobody want to eat this. Man, I couldn't get my sausage biscuit anymore. I was like, this, this, no, I'm paying. A, I don't care if it is a dollar. <laughs> things were so hard if you got if you if you got them in between like breakfast and lunch it was still okay but if you wait it's like right. afternoon and forget about yeah. it at night you rolled up in there at night man that thing been sitting there for 12 hours yeah so that's like getting that's like getting a cup of coffee from mcdonald's after like nine <laughs> you ain't gonna like that that aftertaste, that bitterness you ain't gonna like that at all <laughs> at all but yeah that's that is that is a case in point of, yes uh, how things are going out there. <laughs> not, not, you know, not an example of how things are going for, for the Dukes. Things are going very no. well for the Dukes. Very exciting. 
I mean, it's obviously new territory for everyone involved. And the fact that this team, they've been dominant for years. Um, I got to give credit where credit's due. Mickey Matthews turned it around in the early, right? You know, I was there at the beginning of the, of the bloodbath where they literally cleaned out 23 just players he didn't want anymore. So my freshman year, after we won the Atlantic 10, like, championship, we won the, like, conference title that his first, like, his first year there. The following year, we had a better team, but it was, oh, it, you, you know how it just one of those moments happened during the season, mm-hmm. and it's just like, Oh, you you just gonna be a five hundred team the whole year. So we went to Rhode Island four and one. Might have been three and one. Three and one or four and one. We had lost Virginia Tech, and that was our only loss of the year. Like we kind of played it. We were, you know, small schools, so we just kind of the starters on offense didn't play like the second half. So we we roll in the Rhode Island. I think we're ranked like six in the country. Like we are, <laughs> we, we're feeling ourselves. Rhode Island, just just not good at this point. Just not a good football team. They ran triple option. We went up there. It wasn't a cold day, but when you got off the bus, you, you, you got that feeling like, uh, uh, <laughs> one of those days is about to be in store. So, it was one of those days. The offense just couldn't get out of his own way, blah, 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 blah. So at the end of the day, we were up 6 nothing. to literally beating a tar out of them for three quarters and 13 minutes. <laughs> beating a loon tar out of this team. And they put one of the best drives I have ever seen on tape. Mm. And they went down and scored. So that moment happened, and then that following spring, this man cleaned out every person who was <laughs> known the man just garbage on this team, just bad attitudes, and everything. But it, it needed to happen. Yeah. Sooner or later, it needed to happen because it was never going to be growth, and he saw that, and he took the bad with the good. Some interesting stories I've told you out here about, you know, God not loving us and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man had a word. Man had a way with words. <laughs> they had a way with words. Had a way with words. But he gave JMU an identity. We were going to be a defensive football team. You're not going to run the football on us, and we're going to we're going to make you basically punish you every time you caught the football. Hmm. We play defense the way the Ravens play defense now, which is everything in front, and we're going to punish you. We were just better. At run defense because we had a third linebacker on the field. Because that time, teams were starting to spread yeah. into the spread game. Yeah. New Hampshire was kind of one of the first ones. I think Brian Kelly, I think he was the offensive coordinator. I think I actually played against Brian. Um, yeah, he was up there in New Hampshire. Chip oh, Kelly, excuse me. Chip Kelly. Oh, that's right. Chip Kelly was there too. Yeah, Chip Kelly was, was up was in New Hampshire. Hampshire. I think he was the offensive coordinator. Like they started yeah, doing that. Brian Kelly, he was at Cincinnati. Right. Cincinnati, right. yeah. yeah okay. It was Chip Kelly. He was in Hampshire. But he had this quarterback up there who turned out to be like a stud. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. 
but they started doing that stuff. They doing like the tempo my last stuff? year and a half there. Was they doing the tempo? They were going fast. Maybe they were. They were tempo. Fast. They were spread. They just didn't have the receivers yet. Yeah. But once they had the receivers, you saw what. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the dude like had like um. He had he set like three or four passing records, like NCAA records. Like he was a bad dude under Kelly, like bad dude. But um, yeah, we he he gave us an identity, and they 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 just we ran with it, and and the teams that came along understood who we were as a core. And he gave us that identity that we needed as a as a university in a sense. Because we didn't, you know, we weren't really, we were a cool little school down in, in Virginia that had great potential. But, you know, we just didn't have anything. And then, you know, lacrosse kind of popped off a little bit. Field hockey popped off. Football started winning national championships. But then softball happened. I'm gonna give respect to softball, yeah, because they were always the ballers on campus. Field hockey was one of the ballers on campus, and when they made their run, and the players on the team became lovable, and they and they showed the heart and soul of what JMU is at at the end of the day, who we are as a university, yeah, and. Now having a football team that can elevate you even further and having the resources we have, being the big ticket thing in Virginia now, which is going to dramatically help recruiting even further, because now we're going to be able to get those kids into Tidewater that we couldn't get because they go to ODU. Now they're gonna take a look at us. Yeah, absolutely, they're winning. <laughs> you want to with the best show in town, right? In, in the state, you're winning. You're D one now. You're ranked. I mean, that's all the stuff that you want. Hey, you you want to play on national TV? You want to play D one competition? Not only that, but but now you your your recruiting pitches. We we could be one of the top two. Group five teams. Yeah. Yeah. That's this is how good we can be. And we can be in the dance. Now the question is, can lightning strike while we're in the dance? That's a different question. That means I have to have the horses to do that. I need a star who I can ride in that playoffs. Like that's what you're looking for at this point. Because you know you can be good enough to be with the Cincinnati's of the world, with the Appalachian States of the world, all those teams out of that power five structure like you can be one or two you're gonna get a seat at, at the dance you're gonna be in the tournament there's 12 teams now right yeah and you're the 12 seed okay yeah. and now maybe you can get that star now maybe you can get you that go game. you go beat a a maybe not an outbound but what if you get like a tennessee and you're a 12 seed maybe tennessee is doing right. fantastic here right, high right now Ride high, but what if they have a flat offense today? Their defense can't carry them. Yeah. Those are the things that you you're trying to pull over from basketball 
and now you have those opportunities. And JMU is literally like Cinderella standing at the ball, ball with her foot out, like, yeah, keep pushing on on the on the slipper. It's mine. Thank you. <laughs> we here. We here. <laughs> we here. Like Pat Mahomes. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> we here. <laughs> One guy I want you to keep an eye on. Well, two guys. They have this freshman corner. I think we we talked about this in the, yeah. maybe in the yeah. chat. Their freshman corner. Yeah. He, I don't know if he's gonna stay. Yeah. <laughs> he might transfer. He might transfer <laughs> after two years. It's true. It's a problem. But that's a possibility. And number zero, the defensive end. Mm. Yeah, he's gonna be a problem in the league. Okay. Okay. He's he gonna be a problem. Okay. So you heard it here, man. Go, go look up that number, find that player's name, write, write, write these people down and, and watch. 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 Follow. Follow. <laughs> See how it goes. But yeah, we 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 had to, we had to take some time to to give proper respect. And recognize, you know, what the Dukes are doing right now, because like you said, it's it's it's, it's history. It's, it's historic for them. Yeah. So I mean, it's a if you ever get a chance, if you're driving down instead of taking 95 through Virginia, drive on 81, Trucker's Paradise, and be make sure you pay attention while you're driving down there. Just just letting you know, Trucker's down there. They they don't care. They're gonna run you off the road. Especially the chicken ones. Watch out. <laughs> but take an opportunity to drive through JMU, and I promise you, you will fall in love. Yeah. There you go, man. You've heard it here. We 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 get weekly recruiting pitches. Uh, <laughs> not just, not just for the for the football program, for the university. <laughs> just yeah. go to the university just, and get just, your education. You will not be disappointed. Trust yeah. me. Get your education there. <laughs> but you know what? One of the things you mentioned about uh, the identity that your coach kind of helped create there, and maybe these last couple of games is how I'm going to do my segue into the Ravens defense against the Bengals. Maybe we're starting to see a little bit of an identity being created with this Bills game. And that, well, really, you could even take it back to the Patriots game, but, the, but, but particularly the Bills game and the Bengals mm-hmm. game. Maybe we're starting to see a little bit of a different – Identity, and that was kind of the thing, right? It's like what was what was going. We the offense already has an identity. Everybody knows what that is. It's clear. But what was this? The and, and the defense had an identity. Whatever side you you are on with Wink, the defense had an identity. You knew who what, you knew who they were, and you knew what they were going to try to do. Whether whether you liked it or didn't like it, you knew what they were going to do. But this year is you know new new play caller, so to be expected. Who are we? Who are we? What, what's our identity? What are we trying to be on defense? And I think we're starting to see it, starting to crystallize a little bit. I I agree with that. I agree with the statement. We are – it's it's starting – well, not even starting. It is looking like we want to be a four-man physically imposing front up front, not only pass rush but disruptors. And we're going to play some type of coverage behind it, and we're going to physically punish you at every catch point. And we're fast enough to do it. We're going to keep a lid on top of things. Now the question is, can you be disciplined enough and not make mistakes? And we think we're better than you. (laughs) 
when you when you start playing zone defense and you stop giving out gimmicks, you stop doing gimmicky things, you're basically saying my talent is better than yours. Yeah. I'm gonna prove it. Yeah. Because I don't have to do that's that's what Buffalo basically said. We can roll our helmets out here. You know exactly what we're going to do defensively, and yeah. you still can't do anything about it. Yeah, you can. You can look at any great, not just good, but using the word great the way it really should be used. Any mm-hmm. great defense throughout the history of the league, and that's what you'll see, right? You can. I mean, go back as far as you want, or be as recent as you want. You talked about the Bills. You can go back to the Legion of Boom. Everybody knew what they were playing. <laughs> there was no disguise. Yeah. We're not hiding yeah. it. Yeah, and you, you know what we're gonna do, but our guys are better than your guys. Yeah, and you can see, you can see. I, I haven't seen enough of San Francisco to get a vibe on what they're doing, but I've seen enough. I, I've seen enough, and I've seen enough stats that they've got it figured out. Yeah. They they just physically impose their will on you from from jump. <clears throat> We know what's going on with that defensive line. If you don't know anything oh else Lord. about 49ers, oh my lord! When but, they're healthy, I know they've they've gotten dinged up they, here last last game or two. But when they're healthy, but their middle linebackers, yeah, Fred Warren, oh, bad. he's a bad. Boy. Oh, 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 Frank Warren. Is, oh, Frank he's Warren. Is my, he's yeah. he is my man crush. Yeah, and you know about Bosa, and uh, even the but he team, makes the defense work. Warner's yeah. the only yeah. reason why they're allowed to, can do what they can do. Eric Armstead, I know a lot of people when they they I guess they traded Buckner to the Colts. And people were thinking, oh, they traded the wrong dude. Buckner's good. Don't get me wrong. No, no shade to him at all. He's very good. But Armstead has really developed. He's really kind of become yeah. Yeah. even better he, player than he, he controls up front. I've yeah. I watched a little bit of that um who they play last week. Was it the it was the, the the ugly afternoon game. <laughs> yeah, was, it was the Broncos? It, uh, I, I did watch some of the Broncos game. That was just that was that was painful to watch. Yeah, if it was um this past week, was it the Panthers? Yes, it was the Panthers. It was the Panthers this past week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, the Panthers didn't know yeah, how they got. Out. Oh my yeah, lord, that they, that's a mess down there. Yeah, they they, they got a dumpster fire going on down there. What, what at the moment? Like, what was he doing the whole time? I don't know. And speaking of that, tell. once once again, couldn't tell you. Black dudes sitting there holding holding the bag. Yeah, yeah. It's a tough. It's a tough situation. Never got, never got the job in the first place. This is a tough situation for Steve Wilkes to come into, man. Uh, I remember when he got that opportunity in Arizona, and it only lasted for a year. They fired him after yeah. a year. Uh, it was another tough situation he was walking into. But you know what? I mean, that, that we saw that with David Cutley going to the Texas. Yeah. Right? But yeah. these opportunities, you, to, to the point that you're making, they're, they're hard to come by when you're yeah. a black coach. They are hard to come by. And so people will say, well, why, you know, why, why would you want to go into a bad situation? It, it's not about that. It's about, look, these, these I got to get the experience somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't get these opportunities. These opportunities are hard to come by. And so when I, you get one, you got to just take advantage of it and, and do the best that you can. And I, I expect that he'll be better this time than he was in Arizona. I, I imagine he learned a bunch uh, from that year yeah. out in Arizona. And even though this is tough because you're midseason and you know how that is, they can't reinvent the wheel at this point. 
Well, not only that, <laughs> but the man has never been able to shop for his own goods. Right, right. Couldn't buy the groceries. <laughs> Couldn't shop for the groceries. Couldn't shop for the groceries. Yeah. I mean, when's the last meal, time? Though. Huh? Got to cook the meal, though. You got to cook. You, you got and you got to make it spicy. <laughs> People are expecting something be, good. And, and just as the owner said, it better be spectacular. Like, wait a minute, what? Oh, 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 brother. <laughs> like, wait a minute. But Matt Rule got two and a half years of horse garbage when you saw him in the first four games that he was horse garbage. Yeah, I was gonna say, but you who you had in here before wasn't spectacular. So now Woo! you hold you hold me to a higher standard than you held him. Speak, speaking of Ron Rivera, he he basically just yeeted Carson Wentz. Put, put, it, put, it, put it in reverse. Heard that little, heard that little beep. <laughs> what was that? Carson Wentz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, quarterback. Quarterback. <laughs> quarterback. The only problem here is big quarterback. Quarterback. Damn. <laughs> it's like team, team, it's no words about it. <clears throat> but again, those two teams, the opposite examples are the opposite of what we're talking about here. You, you talk about those teams, and if you think about them, you would say, well, what's their identity? Who are they? Yeah. Who are, they? Who are the Panthers? Who are the Commanders? You know, who are the Steelers? Well. They ran into a bus all up there in Buffalo right now. I think with them, we know who they want to be because we know how Mighty operates. So we know who right. they want to be. I think we know who they still are on defense. They're missing some key pieces. I mean, not not having uh, Watt out there obviously is is huge. But, but he's not going to solve their issues. No, no. They it's, it's multi. It's not a one I, person. Yeah, I saw. Solution. Yeah, I saw a list of their last. I think it was seven or eight. Draft picks in the first and second round, not a one on the offensive defensive line. Yeah. Not a one. It's not ideal. Not ideal <laughs> at all. <laughs> that is not ideal because, you know, for so long you had those guys who had been there. You had Cam Hayward. Um, you had Stephon to it. You had other dudes who had been there and had been balling. And so you could kind of say, well, we could get away with doing some some later investment in that. Uh, on the lines, but and, and you have been, you know, been for, for whatever he was towards the end of his career. You knew he could get the ball out. Uh, you knew he could kind of make some things happen. So they rode that wave, but you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to kind of anticipate it. Like when it's time to get off the ride. Right. But they, their issues lie in the fact of how their usage of their players. I mean, their guys don't come off the field. They're averaging between 90 and 95% of snaps. So how, how can you develop anything behind them? So if those dudes are year in, year out, three, four years in a row, that they're giving you 95-plus percent snaps every year, why are you going to take a first-round pick that's not going to play? <laughs> and it's been, you know – it's been a formula that has has been effective for them, but you know all things change. All yeah. things change. Nothing, which nothing less which is, leads me back to this Ravens defense in terms of of the defensive front, which is why they did not pick Jordan Davis, even if they had the chance to pick Jordan Davis, because the investment would not have been the proper thing because you already had Washington. Uh, Justin Matabike, you already had, you know, you already had an investment there where if you put another investment on there, 
that means you have to play a first round pick at the expense of flexibility of your roster. And you were able to invest in that position with Travis Jones. You could do it later. You didn't have to do it with that 14 pick. You know? Right. So you 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 said this throughout that he's trying, Mike McDonald, I say he he's trying to to build it a certain way. He he's looking for certain players. Doesn't have everybody right now. Nope. But some guys are coming back. Some guys are coming back from injury that are gonna help. And then some of them just aren't, it's not about a guy you know being injured and not being but some of them just aren't on the team right yeah they did yeah. they yeah they're just i would say if and we'll you know we'll get to this in, in you know another conversation in a sense but i think they need they still need to team, people are gonna know nuts when they when they do this but they're gonna heavily invest in corners have i mean don't be surprised if they're looking to trade up for you know a top-notch corner, and you know because Peters, you know, you, you, for this defense to work in the way it's working right now, you have to have stud corners, and not just stud man-to-man corners. You need like dudes that like eat football for breakfast, yeah. type dudes. And that's why I think they love pe- uh, Pep. Cause that yeah. dude seemed like Pepe. he don't leave at all. <laughs> Pepe, Pepe seems like that, that that exact kind of dude that you're talking about who just loves it. You know, yeah. I mean? he, he loves it, and he he's fearless. You can play with any fear out there. Yeah. It's something I've been thinking about, and I don't. I gotta be careful with this because I don't like to characterize people because people is people more complex than that. You can't just put somebody in a box and say this is this is it. This is all that they are. But there, I think there is. So I'm, I'm gonna keep it general, and then people can fill in in between lines. <laughs> I think sometimes right. there is something that happens when you have guys who are really academically smart, right? Book smart, right? Mm-hmm. As they would say, playing football versus guys who maybe not on that same level as the really book smart do, but super football smart, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yes. Super, yes. super football smart. Super, super. There's something different because sometimes that that book smart dude he overthinks stuff a little too much on the field because I, I think so he, analytic. I, I think he's currently on this squad and he, <laughs> and he was picked number one this year. You know the fourteenth pick. And it's not and it doesn't. It's mean, nothing he, wrong with that. No, and it doesn't mean he can't develop into a into a good player or maybe even a great player. Who knows? We don't know what this guy's career is going right. to be. But I'm just saying, in terms of their development track. Sometimes it can be uh, all of it is going to be like this. It's always going to be up and down. It's never just like straight up. Um, right. But there can be a little bit more sort of bumpiness in it sometimes because I think it's just the way that their their brains are wired, right? They want to yeah. analyze everything. Their their floor is a lot greater than the football smart guy. Yeah. Like they're going to have to hit rock bottom and their rock bottom is a lot further yeah. On that floor than the dude to, to get to it. <laughs> and it's and it's nothing against that type of player, but that player has to be taught not to think anymore. Yeah. Because he's been told his whole career where he's been, well, you're the smartest dude in the field. I need you to think through this yeah. process. Yeah. That that don't work up here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not you you gotta be, unfortunately, you gotta Everything's got to be second nature. Everything you, 
you you're you're you go on your three point stance. You're thinking run pass trap option. You, your brain needs to be flowing. Oh, that guy goes that way. I go, you know, it's, you can't be sitting back there and say, "Whoa, he didn't do this," so I can't. No, he's gonna be over the top and gone. Yeah, get into that if then stuff that we talked about some last mm-hmm. year, and like you said, that that's just not workable at this level. As opposed to the other guy, football smart guy, who's just going 100 miles an hour, he's gonna make a mistake, but he's making it going full speed. <laughs> that cool. way. Yeah, he he is 95 percent correct in what he's trying to accomplish. Yeah. And as a coach, you love that because you can you can harness that. Sure, you can you can. You can encourage that. You can say, "Be good, go make good plays," because eventually, in his brain, he's gonna stop wanting to make good plays. He's gonna make great, great plays. Yeah. That's when that switch comes on. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, and, and and you know, one of these guys that we talked about, who's more on the maybe the, the book smart side of it, talked about that early on. How it's it's not the speed of the game; it was his speed, his yeah. mental speed <laughs> was right. the issue. You know, it's too much. I'm trying to do too much right now. Mental mentally. game speed, yes. Yeah, I'm trying to do yeah. too much right now mentally, and it's actually making me play slower. Yes. Seeing things more slowly. Yeah. Trying to process too much. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's something to be said for, hey, man, you know what? Just balls to the wall out there. If you make a mistake, we'll live with that kind of mistake. As opposed yes. to the, indeci- the indecisive mistake. Where the indecisiveness that leads to mental mistakes leads you to doubting your abilities, which then in turns blurs your ability to see the defense and therefore you can't communicate to your other players. And then all of a sudden everybody looks like the Dolphins secondary for a quarter. Yeah. And people lose confidence, you know, quickly around you will be like, Hey, get this guy off the field. I can't, we can't have this out I, here. I can't trust him to make a check. I can't. We can't have can't. this out here. Yeah, we can't have yeah. this out here. He makes a wrong check. I look I look like the, the DoorDash dude. Yeah. I'm the DoorDash quarterback. <laughs> I'm the DoorDash quarterback. I'm the DoorDash quarterback. I'm the like, I know I ain't no DoorDash quarterback. You're <laughs> making me look like one. You're so, making me look like one through the bad call. Yeah. So, bad listen, checks. He's going to be fine. You know, I know people are going to hear this stuff and like, oh, they're, they're, they're dumping on him. He's gonna be fine. He's gonna but, be fine. But he's, he's not gonna start him. this week. He's, let's okay. just get that out of the way. He's not gonna what, start this week. Well, look, that's gonna be so. Look, let's let's we're we're gonna dive into that. So let's let's uh let's go through the positions like we yeah. do when we get to them because there's obviously there's gonna be plenty to talk about with that with Marcus Williams being out for you know yep. how long he's gonna be out. Uh, so we'll start up front with the defensive line. Um, first thing I'll say before I ask you, like I always do, how do you think they did? Uh, you just gotta appreciate having a dude like JPP. <laughs> you just you just gotta appreciate having another veteran rusher who understands how to rush and understands how to rush with other rushers, like as part of a unit. Like yes. understands how to do it. I mean, you you just gotta appreciate it. But anyway, that's my little you know JPP. No, you know, no, you you make a very <laughs> very very valid point that you know where. He, we, we talk on the show a lot, and not only on the show, but in, in life in general. Trust. Yeah. I got to be able to trust you. I got to be able to look across you and say, if I dip inside, and we got, we used to call it in college, bird. 
basically the outside guy has a free run and the D tackle has to make him look correct. Yeah. <laughs> you know make, make him right. Yep. Make him right. Whatever he's doing, you make him right. So there's the trust factor is, you know, JPP, if he makes an inside move, he's not going to work back outside. Right. He's going to be committed. He understands the structure of defense, which is I get one move. I get my best move. If that's inside, I have to take it. I have to hit it. I got to keep going. Because if I don't and I start to work back outside, what's going to happen? The tackle's already working outside. Yeah. Now you got a rush lane where the quarterback can step up and run for first down. Yep. So trust at the ultimate level, particularly on a defensive line, is critical. And having a dude like that who's a veteran that you know, if he's going, he's going he's gonna be there. He may not be in the best position when he gets there sometimes, but he's gonna be in there somewhere. And you could just see it when him and Campbell were on the same side. Oh, that's you ain't going that side. side. Yeah, we can you can just see those guys just know. There's just a knowing. We we just know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We play so much ball, and not even necessarily about playing together, because obviously they haven't done that. Mm. But we've played so much ball. And we played it at such a high level because we're, we're, you know, freak talented dudes in our own right. We just know. Okay, we know this game. We know how offensive lines are trying to block. We know how they're going to react to certain things. I know what happens when, like you said, when I got a DN who's going to go inside, he's committed. He ain't going he ain't gonna hang me out to dry. They just know. Um, so that, that was the thing of beauty uh, to me. Um, Always still doing his thing. They're still asking him to do a lot of different stuff <laughs> right now. Yeah, he, he, he's – but he's being consistent. Yeah. And that's what you need from him right now is consistency. He's giving you a consistent player where you can say, if I put him here, I don't have to worry about him. He's going to do his job. Yes, he missed a couple tackles in the in – the, um, what was that? What was game four? Oh, just uh, Bills. Bills. He missed a couple tackles on Josh Allen. Oh, well, Josh Allen is 6'5", 265. A lot of people missed that. That's, 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 that's a grown-ass <laughs> man. Yeah, that's a that stuff's going to happen, that's a right? But he's in position. Right. And now he's making plays consistently. He's around the football. So I'm not worried about it because his boy's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Take some, let me take I'm some of that off. Of you. Let me take some of that off you. Let me take I, got you. Off you. I got you. I got you. Now I wanted. Now I did want to ask you this. Because uh, again, I, I don't want it to come across like it's a negative. Because that's not what I mean at all. But the interior guys, specifically in this game, the young mm-hmm. interior dudes, Matabike, Washington, Travis Jones. What do you think about how those guys play? They're not getting enough help from the linebackers, okay. particularly in eleven personnel run game. The linebackers are too slow to fire. So when those guys get double teamed on a lot of these, um, if you want to call it a boss play or however you want to call it, they're not getting enough help because the linebackers are not firing to force the offensive lineman to make a decision. If you wait and wait and wait, that double team is going to get to you and then it's just going to look bad, which it would look bad on certain occasions. So they're playing to the best of their abilities without getting the help they need to be better. 
and to be able to get off double teams quicker because if the linebacker's firing, that offensive lineman has to account for that linebacker shooting that gap, which is now he's got to release the double team a little bit quicker than he needs to. So now the D lineman can make the play or a linebacker can shoot the gap and make the play. Or they spill it all the way outside, and now you have dudes like JPP who been in this league 2,000 years knows eventually that ball's going to come back to me, so why am I going to run down there like a maniac? Yeah, yeah. Be patient. <laughs> it's coming. Be patient. Yeah, it'll come back to you eventually. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. Okay, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to get your, your thoughts. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not overly worried. I'm, I, I think our inside linebacker play needs, particularly in the run game, is something that's desired, and I think that's why AJ Klein is 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 here. Bringing in some reinforcements. So let's talk about those inside linebackers. And you know, we 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 saw the uh, the group that we've been seeing out there so far a little bit more maybe of a of a rotation because Queen we talked about it before we started recording. Queen actually came off for a few more snaps than he has thus far this year. We've been pretty much at like a hundred percent snap rate, um, damn near. Um, so you're seeing, you know, him out there, Bynes out there, Malik Harrison out there. Um, how do you think those guys did? I mean, obviously Queen got that interception, so that was huge just for him, just for him, right? Just him. Obviously, it helped the team and, and, and the game situation, but also what it does just for him, you know, from a confidence standpoint. Did you hear their names? I, I shouldn't even say that. Did you hear much about stuff going on in the middle of the field? No, did not. Okay. <laughs> you didn't hear very much because they were in their drops. They were in their lanes. They were in their spots. They didn't chase anything. They didn't do things to get them on posters. They stayed where they belong. They were effective. They were efficient. They were consistent. And they made the plays that were in front of them. That is, if I can get that out of my linebacker play, that's what you're going to get on defense every day and twice on Sunday. I don't, I don't need star. You don't need a star as long. I need consistent linebacker play. If I get consistent linebacker play, my secondary can be superstars. And it's funny, something that we've been talking about, specifically about him. I know a lot of times the conversation ends up steering more towards him than the other inside backers because, again, it's just so much, like, belief and what he can do, right? Um, but you heard Harb talk about it at his presser today where he said he wants, and we've, we've said this so many times, he wants to make plays so bad. <laughs> he wants oh, to do God. things so bad. And Harb said it. You, you, he said it different words, but basically the same thing you say. He said sometimes your greatest strength can be a weakness. And he's like, if we can just get him to slow down, <laughs> just slow it down. And then he's like, hey, Slow it down, see it, then go tackle the ball, then go to the ball. That's what he said. And it's like, this is something you've been saying. For Slow down. Two just, years just, now. Just, just, you don't have to. Where are you going? <laughs> you, know, you know how many times I sat in my in, in one of my meetings in college with my linebacker coach, especially the first year. You, your first year starter, you, you're flying all over the place. And now you just hear the meeting. Slow down. Where are you going? Where Where's the going? fire? Where are you going? <laughs> the, the, the fires don't get started that quick. Wait. <laughs> but if there's smoke, then go. 
Yeah, you might not even, be, no. you know, not even be running to the fire. You might be yeah. running where there ain't even no fire where you go. There ain't no fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait for the smoke. Once <laughs> the smoke show, then go. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's that's been it, man. That's been it. And that's that's why it may come across like I'm super critical of him, but it's because I see how damn talented this dude is. I'm like, you can make these plays, you can make all of these plays, you know, if you just let it come to you. Let it come to you, back to the trust thing that you said. Trust the defense, trust the call, trust your teammates. And if you do what you're supposed to do, just like that play, just like that pick, you talked about it. More discipline in his drop, get to where he was supposed to be, not running, not flying out of there. You're going to make plays. You're going to make plenty of plays. You're going to make plays like that that change yeah. games. You're going to make plenty of plays. Eight times out of ten, especially when it comes to interceptions, they don't see you. Especially a linebacker. They just don't see you because they don't think you're going to be there. You can tell Burrow. You can tell Burrow and see him where he threw that. Well, it's the same play you saw (laughs) that Bynes got the interception against New England. They came back to the same play because I'm pretty sure they didn't. I don't think um, Buffalo runs that type of play, so you wouldn't have saw it against Buffalo. But they, they ran literally the exact same play that New England ran. And they were just like, just rebind most likely because Queen is going to the numbers. He's not going to be on the hash. Yeah, there's literally a window right there. Yeah, because when you it get moved. that, what they they maybe dressed it up a little bit different because they motioned a the guy over. It was just a single receiver to that side, and they motioned a the guy over, and he became the new number one. So he goes out. Marlon goes with him, and then two goes vertical, goes inside a little bit, maybe inside the hash or at least towards the hash. It goes vertical, and they know from watching. Queen's gonna go chase that dude. He's gonna fly out of there and go chase that dude. But he didn't. He didn't. Bro. He got his eyes on number one. Got his, you know, got his depth, and then got back to the got back to the quarterback once he got to his depth and stepped right in front of it. Took it. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. But that's but that's the consistency you need. Yeah. And you get rewarded with consistency. Yeah. You're gonna get some some ones that hit you square in the chest because you're being consistent. Yeah, and you can speak to this better, obviously way better than me because you've been in these rooms. I gotta imagine position coaches saying, "Look, what I've been telling you. What have I been telling? What have I been telling?" <laughs> he, if it was my position coach, he would have sat there in the room and just rewound it for five minutes and wouldn't have said a word. Just like, mm-hmm, uh-huh, yep, uh-huh, and and then just been quiet for about a minute. <laughs> Like I don't have to say anything else. I don't. It's it's literally on tape. So anything I say from here on forward, it, it's it's me mad because I know you can do it. Yeah, yeah. You show me you can do it. You, you know, yeah. You show me you can do it, and you got rewarded when you did it. So guess what? I need from you. Yeah. I need you to be just as that consistent when you're not going to get the joy, when you're yeah. not going to get the love. Yeah, because it ain't always going to happen. Ain't no. It's always gonna happen. Sometimes you'll do that, and you'll you'll execute that that same way, and a quarterback will just come off that because you're yep. in the lane and he won't throw it. But you did your job. <laughs> if he was your first read, guess what? Now you've given a, the the pass rush an excellent heartbeat yeah. to get to the quarterback, and now these guys are legit pass rush because now they have rush up the middle. They have sustained pressure. Coming from the middle of the field, that's 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 huge for the pass rush. I don't care who you have on the edges. Yeah. You can have Vaughn Miller if he and Jordan Phillips 
you wouldn't hear very much about Vaughn Miller. Yeah, you got to have those guys on the inside because we know these quarterbacks in this league, they're all good enough to step up by and large. You know, you get to like 31, 32, maybe not. But <laughs> most of the guys. Wait, wait, this league right now, after 15 years, like, Whoa. Yeah, yeah, I, I took a trip on that. You're right. <laughs> it's, really, it's really that mid-level, you know, they used to uh, – before he before he really started playing well, uh, might have been going back to the Dolphins. He used to be Tannehill. That was like the cutoff. They were like, all right, when you get to him, and anybody below him, yeah. now, now you you don't you don't have a quarterback. Uh, but obviously, he went to Tennessee. He got away from Adam Gase, and uh, he started playing. I, I, I would say that guy right now is Geno Smith. Yeah, like Geno Smith is like <laughs> if you below Geno Smith, yeah, <laughs> we got some issues. Yeah, what they call in baseball is the Mendoza line. Gino's the Mendoza yes. line. Yes, right? Gino's the line. You, you add Gino or above, okay, we got something we can deal with. We can work with you. We might be in trouble. We might, yeah. be, <laughs> we might be Carolina. We might be the Panthers. <laughs> we, we already thinking about who we're going to pick. Because yeah, they're there. I mean, you think about their situation. Baker has not looked good. Um, oh, my Lord. I, I was, you know, Darnold, they, yeah, I mean, he's been on the bench. So, right now, how yeah. that. And now, you know, they're going to go to P.J. Walker. And why, and why not give P.J. Walker a chance? You've seen those two. <laughs> and I know P.J. Yeah, Walker played. football games with P.J. Because yeah. he's yeah, going to be able to play. a little bit too, right? He's played yeah. a little bit. But I'm like, I think I might want to give P.J. more of an audition. I've already seen yes. these other two dudes. I've seen these other two dudes. He's not – he may not be the franchise, but he may be the bridge guy while you bring in your, your franchise guy. So – yeah. See what he's got for two years. Like, if he's gonna be your 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 backup after you find your guy, okay. And we've seen that. We've seen that so many times before. So I would not be surprised if that happens. And then you know the media jumps on. It's like, oh, where is this been? How come they weren't rolling with BJ Walker before? We know the politics of that. I mean, you, you got a, a first round. I mean, they had two first round big quarterbacks on that team. Yeah. So we know we understand. I was watching. A brief podcast, and who was it? It was Al Harrington and I forget the other guy, but they were talking about what's that? Because it wasn't Kwame Brown. No, it wasn't (laughs) Al. But they were talking about this. They were talking about in the league where if you're on a basketball team in the NBA and there's a guy who's $400,000 and he may be the better, probably so much better than the starter, but the guy you have in front of him, you've paid him $5 million. So even though, even though the dude who's making $400,000 is 10, 10 times better than the dude that's making $5 million, because you're paying that dude $5 million, you got to play him, right? That's true. He's like, I've seen that. He's like, I've seen that in a league, in this league where the coach had to walk over to the cat and says, stop. Stop killing this cat in practice. And dude had to sit on the bench for four years because management made a decision yeah. to invest yeah. dollars in a dude who everybody else is like, oh. Yeah. That's the thing, man. It happens all the time. The politics of this thing. It's wild, but it's, it's so much in your face these days. Yeah, and those dudes get a, a, a whole lot more leeway. Like, even when you yes. can see early, like, he ain't it, this ain't it. 
they get more opportunities because of that pedigree, right? When you drafted first round, whatever, you've been paid, you, you get more. Think, think about that, though, with Joe Burrow. He had a very suspect rookie year. Yeah. Got hot the last, what, nine games of the year last year? Hotter than fish grease. Hotter than fish grease. <laughs> Just hot. Just hot. Just just disgusting. And they wrote it the whole time. But he hasn't been consistent. Yeah. And we come into this year. They beat two bad football teams. Bad football teams. And yes, their three losses have been by field goals. But that tells you a lot about a football team. And it told you a lot about the Ravens team last year. Mm-hmm. When they lost nine games by less than six points or whatever it was, yeah. you're just not good enough. Yeah. In those three games, you should have been good enough to at least win one of them. Yeah. The Ravens proved. Yeah, didn't happen. I it 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 questions me when you look at a guy like that, and you're about to pay him. Exorbitant amount of money. He hasn't won an MVP. He took a team that should have never been in the Super Bowl. Got hot. Okay. But other than that, what 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 has he done? He can't get Jamar Chase involved. And if T. Higgins is not on the field, they can't move the football. Well, and I was gonna say, at least he had that hot stretch where you can at least point. To even that and say, all right, it ain't sustainable, but at least I saw that. We just right. talked about the other situation where the dude has already been paid out there in Arizona, and you see what you're getting now, and you're like, we, we stuck. Whoa. Yeah, you're stuck. You're stuck. <laughs> we're stuck. We're going to trade for that. we stuck. Like, seriously, who's going to trade for that? And you, you, you've seen it in Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. maybe Cooper Rush won't be able to win a playoff game because – Let's just be honest. You got to be a different breed. Yeah, yeah. In the playoffs, as a quarterback to win football games, you unless you have a gunslinger, have an offensive coordinator who who can can just dial up some crap like Doug Peterson did. Yeah. But other than that, your dude has to be a stud yeah. to win in the, in the playoffs. We've seen that years yeah. and years. Yeah, and we yeah. saw it here in Baltimore. Yeah, hey, we, we know about people who can get hot now. <laughs> get hot and then we need to pay him $120 million and he's a 500 quarterback for the rest yeah. of his time here. We know we know about how that goes. That's why it's – I said that word earlier, great. People throw it around all the time. He's a great player. He's a great player. But a lot of these guys, they're, they're very talented players. Talented. Very talented. They're, they're good football players. players. Yeah, they're not great players, but they're very talented. But the difference between them, and I've been watching this Kobe Bryant documentary from the Redeem, Redeem Team, yeah. just there's a difference. Yeah. There's a difference between players who want to be great and who just enjoy being good. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, Kobe, Kobe wanted to be great. That's one of the ultimate examples of being different because yeah. that dude, that's that's not a that's a level of different you you rarely see. But here's here, I mean, but it was so simple though. And this is the brilliance of Kobe Bryant is he knew the whole team was going out. Yeah, I saw that story. For a party. 
Yeah, yeah. he knew he was going to. You don't they think that back in four o'clock in the morning? Yeah, had somebody on the bus saying, "Hey, text me when they when they roll out." Yeah, they coming back in from being out. Yeah, he, he going to the gym. He going to work out. Yeah, and they looking at him and they like, "What? What you mean?" You going? But but that's that's what you want. If you want to be great, that's what you need to do. And guess who the next two cats who popped up who wanted to be great? They were down there the next next morning. Yeah, was it the time. this is what you have to be. This is what you need to do yeah. to be great. Yeah. And think about that. When I saw that clip, I haven't watched the whole thing, but I, I saw that particular story because, like, Boozer, you know, that Boozer was talking about LeBron, yeah. D Wade were talking about. It. So you already have a bunch of other, the best players in league. Yeah. So this isn't just like your team where it's you, maybe one or two other guys, and everybody else kind of more of a role. No, these are all all star level players. And you're leading them. You're setting the example and saying, "Hey, this is what we're gonna do." Yeah. This is the standard. Yeah. And if you want to be great, if you want to play with me, this is this is how we operate. This is right. how we move. This is how we operate. Yeah. So the, to 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 bring it full circle, and I know we're a little off track, but that's okay. We're gonna bring get it full track, <laughs> full circle with the Kyler Murray and possibly paying and probably have to pay Joe Burrow. What are you paying for? What are you what are you paying? Look at Russell Wilson. What are you paying for? Yeah, oh my God. That's <laughs> Tell me here. Let's be honest here. Tell me a quarterback right now, besides Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes. Tell me a quarterback who's paying who is playing up to their money right now. I'd have to think. Nobody comes to mind right off the top of my head. Oh. So, if you're the Ravens, you got 85% of the league who have paid a quarterback an exorbitant amount of money. Of all those teams who have paid an exorbitant amount of money for their quarterback, who's won a Super Bowl? No. (laughs) I mean, somebody may fact check it and then then say, oh, no, you left out this one guy. Maybe right Stafford now. got paid. Yeah, but yeah. but he only made what twenty what twenty five or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he 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 got a deal, but it wasn't like it wasn't like, astronomical. Set yeah, market, set the it wasn't forty market. plus like Mahomes and all those guys. Yeah, and he came to to the point that you made earlier. He did come into a situation where you had the genius play caller, quote unquote genius play caller, um, and that defense, obviously. Aaron. Right. Going to change everything. Aaron Donald, Bob, right? He's just even thinking back to that. It's how ridiculous that is to have those same <laughs> those two guys on the same defensive line. It's, just, it's ridiculous that that was even allowed. Yeah, <laughs> I, allowed. Don't, I, don't I, don't understand understand I don't understand how the NFL allows some stuff like that. Yeah, but anyway. man, can't have those dudes in there. But anyway, to bring it back to the Ravens, getting into the secondary, right? We, no. we, we wrap up talking about the Bengals game. So you got, I think you got to start with the Marcus Williams. Uh, and and the, the ripple effect mm-hmm. uh, that that can have because obviously we've seen. I mean, look, I knew a little bit about him. I knew the Saints defense, you know, generally had been a good defense the last couple of years. And when he was a free agent, I, you know, we watched some film of him. I didn't I didn't get deep deep into it because I I didn't think they were going to be able to afford it, quite frankly, or at least I, I didn't think they'd be willing to pay. Him. But then when they did, we watched even more, and we're like, okay, this guy this guy's real good. And then yeah. he gets here, and you're like. He's even better 
than I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. And you looked at the way, you know, we talked about greatness and, and, and some of that. So you, his energy, you can tell it's it's there, right? Yeah. I mean, he plays with he plays the game with that kind of energy where we talked about it earlier. It's 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 balls to the wall. There's a hundred miles an hour flying around, making plays, smart, not out of control, not not by any stretch of imagination of imagination. So you so you lose that, right? That's 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 important. But you have a collection of guys. You're fortunate, right? Because right. there's been other times you, you didn't have this situation. So no. you got Brandon Stevens, you got Geno Stone, you got Pepe, you know, you got you you got a collection of dudes. You got Kyle Hamilton. I, 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 I leave him out first round pick, man. You got a collection of dudes. Right. And you can kind of decide how how we're going to make some match, how we're going to do this thing. But anyway, all of that, taking all of that into account, one, how do you think the secondary play? Obviously, they were a very important part of this game. And then two, what do you think they do moving forward uh, without Marcus? Well, first off, I think the secondary played very well. Um, There's no question. I I can't forget. I got to shout out Marcus Peters because that. Yeah. That's what you want to see. The way he's yeah. been playing the last two games, that just the energy. Not saying it's been perfect, but the energy, right? He's he's trying to prove something. He yeah. he's trying to be the veteran leader that that secondary needs. Like in terms of right after that Bills game, yeah. I will say this: there there certain guys that have outbursts. And you're like, why did he have an outburst? Like, what what was his problem? And then there are guys who have outbursts who do it for a reason. Mm. And don't tell me, you can't tell me, when Marcus Peters had that outburst, that wasn't just for him and Harbaugh to get into it. Mm -hmm. I was let the rest of those cats understand, like, this is how much it means to me. This is how much... It means that we need to get our crap together and play. And then on top of that, come out and say, I'm going to show you how we need to play going forward. It ain't just going to be about me throwing a fit. No. I'm going to show you. I'm you, can tell, you. That, you can tell that was about, like you said, number one, how much it means to me, how important this is to me. This ain't good enough. This yeah. is not good not enough. Good enough. Not, good enough. <laughs> not good enough. Not good enough. And and they they came together as a group, played well against Buffalo. I give them credit against Buffalo. Buffalo should have ran them out of the stadium the way they were playing early. But they didn't. They came together. They they made some plays. And then this past week against Bengals, this is the best secondary played all year. I'll say that. There were they were minimal bus, and if there was a bus, it wasn't a big bus. Um, the only real one that bothered me was the the one before the half, the like the the in route for like twenty. They got him in the field goal range or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I that one bothered me because Pepe should have known better. But other than that, I didn't really see like glaring holes on issues and things along that sort. So 
I was very happy with the way they played, and I think they have some building blocks going forward, particularly the way they played in the second half where Burrow and them were knocking on the door twice. Went down there 15 plays and stopped them on the goal line. Like, those are important stops. The pick, important. Like, not everything's going to be great and everything's going to be threes and outs and things like that. Adversity strikes, how do you respond? And they responded extremely well. They've, they've had that adversity through, yeah. through these first four games, so they they know what it's like. Uh, and like you always say, you you want to have some adversity. You want your team to go through some adversity. Uh, yeah, you you need to know who you got. How you uh, what kind of guy gotta, you got here? I got I got to know. And, and what's what's going to happen when you're down seventeen nothing early in the second quarter? Am I going to be able to tell you, look in the face and say, they, they're not allowed to score anymore? Yeah. That's it. How are you going to respond? Are you going to fold up like Christmas tree <laughs> at the end of Christmas when all the presents done and the fake tree shows up? You're like, oh, there's the box. Put it in there. Just fold it up, box it up. Fold it up, put, put it, it away. Put it away. Or are you going to stand up strong? <laughs> you're going to stand up strong. You're going to take your licks, scrap, claw, do whatever it takes to keep them out of his end zone for the next three quarters to give us an opportunity to win this game. Those are the type of things you need. That's what you're looking for in your secondary. Yeah. Six-second memory, goldfish. Exactly. It's over. Exactly. Welcome back to the huddle. That play is done. Yep. Can't let it beat you twice. We done with that. Yeah. You said yeah. something right there. Yeah, we 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 done with that. Well, that's that's is true in football, sports, life. Can't let it beat you twice. Don't get beat twice. Can't let it beat you twice. You you ain't gonna get an opportunity for the third. Nah, <laughs> nah, not in this day and time. Not in these yeah. days and times. Um, ask, so that, ask, ask JAD. Yeah. He 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 had two bad cover snaps. <laughs> that dude did not see the field in three weeks. Yep, but stay ready. Another opportunity is coming. Another opportunity will come. Another opportunity will. That's, yes, that's just will. how the NFL season goes. It might look like, oh man, I'm, I'm, I'm I kind of lost my opportunity here. No, another one is coming. No, no, it's and, coming. But be ready so, for it. As, be ready as for it. Stevens was about to happen to him this week. Yep. Be ready for it. Uh, and he's coming from a place in terms of his college experience where, I mean, everybody talks about that, but that dude is like a maniac about it, about being ready. Yeah, uh, for your opportunity because he he <laughs> it made me actually take it down. I posted a video from a clinic that he did um, after the national championship game. You know they lost to Georgia, and he was talking to some coaches, and uh, he was naming names. He talked about you know if people kind of remember that game and kind of you know where Alabama was struggling. They had some guys go down from injury right um, in the secondary, and he he named guys. He said, look. These same guys, right here, their opportunity, biggest stage, right? Guy ahead of you goes down. You got to come in. You got to play. You got to help us win this game, help us win a championship. But earlier in the season, season practice, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. You're you you, you you're not going full speed. Now you get your opportunity, and what happens? You ain't prepared. You ain't prepared. Because you ain't prepared during the season because I wasn't the starter I'm not getting starter reps, so why am I going to work hard in practice? He, <laughs> he called it. He's like, look, I knew when they got their opportunity, they weren't going to be ready. We're going to be ready. Sure, as sure as he said, that's what happened. They got 
torch. <laughs> dudes were not ready. And so ready. he's like, look, that's a lesson. That's a lesson for everybody. Like, if How do you come back from it? Yeah. yeah. What do you do now, next time around? Yeah, because now you're, you're, you're back. You know, you were underclassmen, so you're back. You're gonna, what, what are we going to do now? We're going to learn from that? We'll give you an opportunity to learn, but once yeah. you show me you're not going to learn, guess what I'm going to do? Right. Not going to waste my time. Or if you find yourself in the situation again, another guy's ahead of you. Oh, man, I thought it was going to be my year. You going to go back to the same mode? Or you going to say, nah, I'm, I'm going to work my tail off because I learned that shit last year right. <laughs> when it came around. Right. I wasn't ready for it. So he he's a part of that. You know, JD's part of that whole, like literally that team mm-hmm. where that was talked about. So he, he, he knows. Uh, so I think it'll be right. But anyway, like you said, let's let's, let's talk about the safety thing. Uh, so what do you think? How do you how do you think they're gonna handle this with Mark Swinton's being out? I like I said at the beginning of this year, this is the reason why you have Brandon Stevens. Good thing is Pepe Williams has has emerged as the slot corner that they feel most comfortable with right now. So this allows Brandon Stevens to go back to. I feel like it's more of his natural position, which is free safety. Okay. Okay. And I'm not saying he's going to go back there and start and be, but he's going to get half the snaps at a mem. I think Gino will start, but you're going to see a heck of a lot of Brandon Stevens. I, and everybody's going to say, what about Kyle Hammond? I, I, have the time. Hey, go back to your earlier point. You said he's not going to start this week. Yeah. Or, or did you say he's not going to play? What you, you said start. You I said he's not going to start. Yeah, you said start. All right. So, yeah. Now we'll he'll he'll play. He's being rebuilt. Because that, that might be a debacle. And that takes a minute for that to leave a coach's mind. Because yeah. you, yeah. you, you, you had four checks that were just hard. <laughs> Hard checks. We're going to have to build up our confidence before I'm going to let you back in there full time in a time where it's third and six. They look like they're about to throw a hot ride out to the smoke round. You still got me in a, in a zone blitz. Like, no. <laughs> I, no, I can't do it. And we may need you now. We're already yeah. got down. If another guy, you know, God forbid, if another guy goes down at that spot, now, now you gotta go. Now we need you. Yeah. So that's gonna say it comes. It comes at you fast in that league. Very simple. You you don't get a lot of opportunity to kind of dip your head, drop your head, and be like, oh, I I fucked up. Now you <laughs> you gotta get it right. You gotta get it right fast. Yes. Yeah. Or they'll find what somebody who can. They'll find somebody who can. Yeah. Bill Parcells said best. The NFL means not for long when you make shit up like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They will find somebody who can do it fast. And it don't matter if you were the 14th pick or whatever. If you're not getting it done, they'll find somebody. Why do you think Geno Stone still has a job? Like you said, yeah. <laughs> we can trust him. <laughs> he, <laughs> gonna be, he may not make the great play, but guess what? He ain't going to get beat over the top. Yeah, we can trust he ain't going to allow me to live another day. Right. He doesn't look like you. He don't have range like you. He, you don't have all the physical stuff, but we can trust him. Yeah. So, you know, and that, like you said, that gets people fired. So, get you asked yeah. get have to ask stupid questions like Steve Wilkes has asked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This, poor man. this is so disrespectful. 
So disrespectful. So disrespectful. You have to do this. You have to stand up there and entertain <laughs> this foolishness. Yeah. But but hey, I I I hey respect, man. Mad respect to these guys. I can do it. Because I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I just stare at it. I could do it because I because I'm that I'm I, I I'm built a little bit different in terms of I coach, so I get it. I could be that you want to be that asshole jerk to ask me the question? I, I can reciprocate that because I'm, I'm just built that way. I'm just used to it. So I get it. <laughs> but, man, sometimes it's just like, whoo, you got to take a breath and walk away. <laughs> like, I, I'm not engaged in that cat today. It's just not, not necessary. And some of those dudes have gotten bold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sometimes they run into a coach who tried to give it back at them, and then they gave it – they doubled it. They, was they like, doubled oh, back. Oh, you going to come at me? <laughs> you going to come back at me? And the coach is like, okay, bet. Guess yeah. you're not going to have a part. Like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we can really. <laughs> the access you had last week? Yeah. yeah it got yeah, bust yeah. down to Skybox. <laughs> yeah. Man, I I be in there like Coach Prime. I ain't swack. I'm not <laughs> swack. <laughs> Me? <laughs> 48 hours. That dude had a video, and most likely by the end of the week, he's going to be in the top five. He turned it into a video, <laughs> he turned it into a song. Dudes out and going to make money team. off of it and put it back into his football team because you want to talk smack. Yeah, made a shirt and then a song. And, and, a song. A video. and his whole team. <laughs> yeah, and his you whole team it. gassing him. Yeah. You like you just, you literally just said to all your recruits, you can go ahead to Jackson State because I've just been pumped. Yeah. You're not going to be, Alabama State was never going to be able to recruit against Jackson State as long as Deion Sanders is there. Mm-hmm. You lost. You lost. Mm-hmm. All the dudes you thought were going to commit to you, they're going to Jackson State. He's just going to turn them down and say, no, nah, you can go back to Alabama. Yeah. You got to understand from a branding and a marketing standpoint, this dude's on another level. <laughs> okay? You just don't. You leave it you alone. You got to understand. There's a certain catch. You just <laughs> and I think over the quarter. It was either Carrie or Chris. Maybe both of them said it to me. They were like, man, what do you think Florida State is doing? Now, kicking themselves when they had an opportunity, they interviewed an opportunity yeah. to hire Brian and decided not to. And you look at what he's doing. I mean, his his son who's playing QB, like he's he's gonna get drafted. I mean, he's he's yeah. like a legit player. Um, and they got the number one receiver in the country. Yeah. Out of like, he's gonna get the talent. Question is, will he get the offensive defensive line talent that's gonna separate them from being that's the difference in FFC and in, in FCS. Yeah. If you if you got dogs up front, D line and O line, you you dominate FCS. I don't care what talent you have in the backfield, what type of quarterback you have, don't matter. Yeah. It's 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 skill guys everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Them dudes running around everywhere. FBS. You can get away with a bad offensive line if you've got skill guys because those guys are just better than everybody else. Yeah. FCS, all the skill guys, there's that there is that one dude, that one in ten thousand dude on the team, like yeah, he's like you, but they're not all over the field. Yeah. So you dominate the trenches. And that's why JMU's been so good oh, and why they've been able to move back up. Well, move up is because their defense and offensive lines resemble everybody but probably half of the power five teams. Like 
they average 330 across their offensive line. Mm, like, yeah, see, there are is. very few teams in the in the FCS that are under that are even they're close to that. Yeah. That's 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 power five type yeah. up there up front. See, that's how you know that we we we've done a tight show. We can bring it all back, tie it all back. We started with the Dukes, we talked about all the Raven stuff, and then we brought it back home with the Dukes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. There is one, yes, there is one thing quickly want to touch on with Bowser and Jabo coming back. Let's, I, I think somebody said it, I think it might have been Coach Evans. Let's, let's reel in our expectations for Mr. Jabo. He didn't have camp, he didn't have preseason. He's coming in game six. He hadn't practiced. Give this man time. Yeah. He'll be cranking. Was this week six? Get him after the bye week where he can his head can stop spinning after this first five weeks. He's about to go yeah. through hell and high water. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets if he does come back before the bye week. I wouldn't be surprised if he's not active like every time that he's available. In those first few weeks, um, but the beautiful part is you have JPP in Houston and OA and Campbell. You you got dues to allow him to develop, which is important. I'm telling you, it's it's, it's about to be great. It's he could get ugly out there when these guys come back healthy. And I'm even setting aside a job, like you just said. I'm just setting that aside because yeah. I'm not putting any expectation on that. To me, that that that's icing. That's great. Right, you get him back, and he's anything like what we saw in Michigan. Great, straight great, right? Yeah. But JPP, get Justin Houston back healthy, be able to cut down some of Campbell snaps a little bit, right? Away, yeah. he can he can take some of that. Bowser can take some of that stuff off of his plate, right? The coverage uh-huh. stuff that he's doing. I mean, Matt BK has been good all year. Travis Jones is coming along. Brandon Washington, kind of solid rotational guy in there. Uh-huh. I mean, you. It it could it could get crazy, man. It could get, it could get crazy. So I, I, I'm looking forward to that. And you know, it's like they've been saying all year. You know, you don't want to peak too soon. Right? You, want, you want to peak at the right time. You get healthy going into the buy. Come out of that buy with you know fully fully operational battleship, uh, <laughs> and Absolutely. make that run. Make that run over the second half of the season. Absolutely. And yeah, I'm gonna say this. I'm probably gonna get crucified for this on this whole Bowser thing, but this is just my personal opinion. He's not gonna rush the passer as much as we think he's going to. You think you get crucified? What's that? You think you get crucified for that? I don't think so. I think that's reasonable. I think it's no. very reasonable. I think he's going to be playing more as a coverage linebacker. Yeah, yeah. More than anything, totally which, is, which is going to allow Patrick Queen to be released from his shackles of trying to be a controlled <laughs> individual. And I can just basically say, Bowser, you got, you got, you got coverage linebackers, so you got the, the running back and tight end. However, that high rock coverage breaks out. Queen, you either spying a quarterback or you're going to get the quarterback. 
That's your job. And now that free that that automatically be, you become a faster football team and an even better sound football team now when you have a pass rush of OA, Bada BK, Campbell, JPP, and then we sprinkle in some Houston to give the rotation, and then you sprinkle in a little Jabo. That's that's a nice little rotation on repeat. Over and over in a in a sixty minute football team, there's no rest for the offensive line up front. Nope. And there, there's four different, distinct, different pass rushers coming at you. You've got Owe, who's power to speed. You've got JPP, who is a a physical technician. If yeah. if that's kind of yeah. the way you look at it, yeah. yeah. I get that. Justin Houston, the savvy vet who can can got he's got a way of tricks. Got all the tricks. Got all the tricks in the bag. Got all the tricks. And then you got this new dude who you haven't seen in camp, but from his tapes, he's he's speed rusher. Yeah. He 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 dips and rips. He he's violent at the point of attack, but he also goes after football. He has he's got a knack for it. So as an offensive tackle, tackles in general, you 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 don't know what's coming at you every play because it's a different type of rush. That's even rush. more important than just having guys to do it, like having a stud guy. Like it's nice to have a stud guy, but when you can throw multiple different looks at an offensive tackle on a regular basis, that causes even more chaos up front. Yeah, and you got a, a really good mix of young and old. Yeah, really good mix of young and old. Um, so it's 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 got the potential. We know what potential can do to people, <laughs> but, it's, but it's got the potential to be what we thought it could be coming into coming into this year, coming into this season, and and to be that at the time that it's the most important to have it. So. Um, it could all just be like the perfect storm uh, of this going well. And we we will look back. We could possibly look back on the early part of the season and be like, oh, remember they've given up all these yards? Remember the Miami game? Remember this game? And then, you know, they're like a top 10, top five type defense by the end of the year. <laughs> You're like, oh, didn't see this coming, right? It didn't look like it, the way it started out. We didn't, but, but you didn't see it coming. You said, no, it can get there. It can get there. It can get there. So pieces have to come together. And, and fall in the place for it to get there, but but it's the pieces are there, by and large. Yeah. Mostly pieces are there. They're um, they're there. There could be better pieces, but yeah, yeah. You got what you got. What you got? And guys getting healthy. I uh, got what you got. Yeah, these, these are the yeah. these are the great. What's coming back is what you're gonna have, and let's see how the chips fall because you 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 pretty much got a full squad. We'll have a full squad probably by the bye week if everybody continues to come back and stay healthy, which we know is not going to happen. But <laughs> we even have our, our our boy lurking out there, Josh Ross. You know, he ain't done for the year. I don't believe. I think they hired him. I don't think it was for the year. Um, I think uh, no, because he now he was yeah. So even he's he's lurking as a guy who could return. You know, at some point later, and then you get Marcus Williams back. You know, when he comes back. Uh, so yeah, it could all come together 
that that back half of the back end of the season when you you need all your you need all your horses fire yeah to make that push so uh it could it could time up to be a beautiful thing uh so these are these are the this is the growth process you got to go through right now <laughs> to get to get to that point um, i mean you are going through the easiest part of your schedule in a sense at this moment yeah these next I mean, after the giants it's kind of like I mean, just quarterback wise, you're not you're not seeing the talent quarterback wise for a while. <laughs> yeah, and even even um, shoot, when did they play the Bucks? Let me look. Right That's now. like week eight or something like that. Week nine. I mean, that man got problems right now. So in his life, man, did he? So. <laughs> he has got he problems about, in his life right now. Half. He about to lose yeah. half. His offensive yeah. line is horrible. Yeah, his uh, his wide receivers can't stop punching each other. Yeah, <laughs> he got another wide receiver on there in his house to take a picture. <laughs> you know, AB <laughs> to- totally out. Of Has he been right wrong? Has he been wrong about any situation that he has left except for Pittsburgh? And even Pittsburgh, he was right about Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing that people have a hard time with is you have to separate the putting your butt in women's faces and pulling your joint out in the pool from yeah. the things that I said about other players. That back has, has, it, has, it, has it been wrong or right? <laughs> right? But people have a hard time separating the two because they're like, man, he just pulls his junk out in the pool. So <laughs> that's, that's just a mental illness kicking in for that day. That's just that. But what if he told you about Bruce Aarons and what they were doing on the sideline? That was yeah. the the man is not untruthful. He's 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 truthful, but he's got well, what would we like to say? He got trap hoe tendencies. It's all in there. <laughs> It's all in there. It's like a big bowl of stuff. And some of it is good, and some of it is kind of nasty. You don't really like the way it tastes, but it's all in there. <laughs> it's all in there. And it's like, how do I know? And, and it's like you 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 blind taste, like you can't, you know, you got blind, you just getting a spoonful. Like, Man, how, do I know, how do I know I'm going to get a good bite? How do I know I'm going to get a nasty? Because I know it's all in there. How do I know which one I'm going to get? You don't know. Man, for eight yeah. years in Pittsburgh, it was a good bite. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It, it was, was good. good, right? But then you knew the whole time that the nasty stuff was in there. So one day <laughs> you knew you was gonna get that bite, and you was like, "Oh, ooh, ooh, that guy!" Yeah, and it's just it's just how it goes, man. You get a run of of good bites for a while, and then you got to run of bad bites. It's all, but it's all in there. It is absolutely all in there. But he, man, the pictures he's been posting about the Brady thing, I was like, this dude, he was, he, he was, he was so out of pocket right now. So out of pocket. With the daddy's home picture. So out of pocket. I said, this man, this man is out of control right now. Posting pictures and checks with a social security number. I mean, the man just sees this. So you you come for him. He he's got receipts. Yeah, yeah. He's like Floyd Mayweather. He like got him. 
Everybody won't come for Floyd, and then Floyd drop a receipt on you. Or 50 Cent. 50 Cent King will drop a receipt on you. Yeah, yeah. So, that's why nobody mess with 50 Cent anymore. And they really don't mess with him because he... <laughs> There's certain people you gotta know. Certain people you gotta know. That's you can't do it. You can't do no. it with them because you know they it's got. Not, it's not worth your sanity. You know they got the receipts. And, and even if they don't, even if they crazy. don't have complete receipts, they got enough of a receipt to tell to, to put you in a box. Yeah, and they're crazy. So, <laughs> <laughs> they got it, and they're crazy. So eighty-five percent of the story comes out and it's true, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> Hey, they got they they know where everything is at. They've been involved in it. They know where, where all the all the secrets are at. You know, they, like you said, they got the truth behind all the stories. So you can expose them if you want, but you 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 basically lighting yourself on fire at the same time. So right, look, and there's just some people who just like to watch the world burn. That's it. And they don't care if they're involved in it or not. That's it. And you know, like I said, because of some of the. the the extreme stuff that he does, you lose sight of the intelligence that's actually there. Because it is. And I know people will say, hey, what intelligence? What are you talking about? Just listen to him when he's like being serious. Like when he ain't trolling or messing around. Listen to him talk. And he talked about how the NFL was about control. They want to control people. Right? They have a certain standard. They want you to fit within this box. So that they can control certain kinds of behavior and package you and present you the way they want you to look. Not as who you are, as you are, but an image of what they want to present. And he he said all that. He understood all of that. And he's just like, look, I got to a point where I wasn't with that anymore. I wasn't with it anymore. It was that and the type of organizations he went to. Yeah. He said, I understood early on to get paid, I had to play the game. As, as a young player coming into the league, I understood it. But once he got screwed by Pittsburgh, it was over. Yeah, hey, now you Pittsburgh could have kept. See, Pittsburgh is not not absolved from this. If you just paid this man when he asked for his money, we we wouldn't have all this love and affection of of, of Antonio Brown basically blowing up the league. One quarterback at a time. <laughs> but it, but it, and it, and if you pay attention again, when you pay attention to, to what he's saying and who he's saying it about, mm-hmm. right? Like you said, he says stuff about Ben. You never heard him really say nothing against Mike T. Nope. You never heard him say nothing against Mike T. So the people that he respects, he, 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 still, he still rocks with them. He still, still rocks. Rock. But the people, but the people even Mike respects, say, I love AB. I just couldn't deal with AB no more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And I think that's all AB wants. That's all he would just be real with it. Just be real. And if you're gonna play games, if you're gonna lie, particularly if you're gonna lie. Yeah. I think that was I think that was the main reason he really wanted out of Pittsburgh. Because they just they they lied to him and then they treated Bell like a dog. Yeah. And then gave Ben all these extensions. And he just wasn't very good the last four or five years. Yeah. Just wasn't. Yeah. Let's be honest. It, it, it's just it's a personality that I think is hard for, like I said, it's hard for people to separate that there could be stuff in there that's actually true, that's factual, because there's so much other stuff around it. Uh-huh. If, if you you can't you you won't allow yourself to get past it, 
Yeah. It doesn't mean that there's not truth and there's not, you know, legitimate stuff in there. Is there a lot of other stuff going on? Absolutely. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's it's what you're willing to see. And if you're yeah. not willing to step back yeah. and look at the totality of the person or the situation and, and take your personal feeling out of it, your, your emotion out of it, and to say, okay, this is the person. If this person had two dudes blocking a bathroom door in a bar, how would I feel about that? Yeah. It's what you want to see. It's what you're willing to see. And if 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 you don't see that as an issue, and I, I can't I and I can't roll with you. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. basically how A B was like, I can't roll with Ben anymore after that. Like that situation. It's a business at this point. You either pay my money or I'm gonna blow this <laughs> blow this popsicle stand up. Yeah. And it's ironic that people have a hard time being able to do that because they seem to be able to do it really easily with other people. Yeah. Right? You can have your founding fathers, and we can see all the positive in them, and they owned other human beings. We have a hard time, right? We, we, we time. can do it with them. Yeah. We can do it. We can do it with them. We can see past all that other stuff and look at the good. Look at this. Look at that. Look at that. They own people. They own slaves. <laughs> but AB pulled his joint out in the pool. Oh, he crazy. CTE. Crazy. <laughs> Absolutely bizarre. Yeah. But Hershel Walker, Hershel Walker came, oh. came oh. talk about the Constitution oh. or the fact they had three. That's a whole nother crazy. Three that we know of. And the fact that you were in Dallas for half of your career. That number's double. <laughs> yeah. we, are, we already know how Jerry double. Jones roll. We already know how Jerry Jones roll. <laughs> he will pay people to go away. You pay children to go away. <laughs> we already know how he get down. So yeah, you, I, you I, in I, the same town. You in the same town as Michael Irvin. And those I, were, I may or may not have been on the same team. I don't know. No, but those were the White House days. Yeah, like that, like that White House, not the White House. Yeah, White House. The yes, White House, like, the White House. Like, I mean, Nate Newton got busted twice for over a hundred pounds of, of of weed. Like, there's wild stuff going on down there. Like, what are you like? What are you doing, Nate? <laughs> wild, wild stuff going on out there, man. So, hey, we talked about it earlier at the beginning of the show. This is a crazy, crazy world. It's been crazy for a long time. Uh, it seems like there's more and more stuff coming. You know. Each day, um, but that's 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 probably a sign. We get to this point in the pod. We seem to do it every every episode. We get to this point in the pod where it's a sign. Like we we start trying to solve the problems of the world. That is probably time. Yeah, but, but we've already talked about this. We've we've discussed this in private, and the fact that we need to have another. Yeah. Pod. Yeah, that's why it keeps happening because there's a need. There's a need. It wouldn't keep happening if there wasn't a need. We would do it once or twice, and then we'd just go on. We, we wouldn't think about it anymore. But yeah. it happens all the time because there, there's a there's a, there's a hole, there's a vacuum that needs to be filled. <laughs> the creative be. thought of, of yeah. young, positive, yeah. disgruntled. <laughs> it's all in it. It's all in it. That's why I said it. It's all in it. It does need to be filled. It does need to be filled. And we might, we, I mean, maybe we don't get to it until the summer because this NFL season is just it's so much stuff going on. With just the football side of it, but um, uh, it definitely needs to happen. <laughs> you know? 
And maybe that's what maybe that's what it'll be called. It's all in there. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> it's is it pre-production at this point? Yeah, we yeah, we're workshopping. We're workshopping. There's a lot of a lot hey, Spons, of out there wanna wanna give us some some tips for the, hey, the DMs are open. <laughs> DMs are open. If you're a sponsor yeah. and you want to partner, you want to partner with us, DMs are open. We're all ears. We're all ears. Um, I, 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 I ain't not above wearing a t-shirt. All day, every day. Okay. <laughs> you need me to wear a hat? You need me to wear your sunglasses? On, on. <laughs> you be wearing something anyway. <laughs> so, so you know, let's let's do something that's beneficial for both of us, right? Absolutely. Yeah, for the sponsor and for us. But all right, hey, man. yeah, we gonna go ahead and wrap this thing. Hey, we appreciate y'all, man. We've been recording this whole time. We haven't stopped, believe it or not. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate y'all uh, for listening, for tapping in. Subscribe, like, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. Uh, as always, though, we're going to get up out of here because what? We don't do no overtime. We are 